Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally. From the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> I was expecting you to go with, um, thank you for being a friend. No, that was last year, Natalie. It's over. She's gone. Wow. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to page seven. There you go. Uh, Rest in peace, Betty White. Uh, Let's just get it on the table immediately. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to... Not have MJ here, but I'm uh, also, though, happy Natalie's here for this because Welcome, Natalie. you were the Hello. first person to say hi, Natalie. Host hi. of some place underneath and um, sister-in-law extraordinaire. <laughs> That's you me. were the first person to be like, rest in peace. You know, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah, you, know, you were yeah. just like screaming. She's dead. The woman is dead. Over and over and uh, that it really got you and, and it really it really uh, uh, hits you in the, in the nards. Wolfman's got nards and Natalie does too. Yeah. And what what was that experience for you? It seemed like to be an emotional one. Well, man, I mean, I did break it to the group text. Yes, that's true. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Literally, too, was like I Ed or somebody being like, Happy New Year's, yep. everybody. <laughs> Let's have a fun, friendly year of news. And, and I went, then you were she's just dead. like, Betty White, dead. She's, she's dead. dead. I actually was on the phone <laughs> with your husband when Betty White died, When the and Henry said it on the phone, and I was like, you're lying. He's like, no, Betty White said it. I was like, she's not, she's not dead. And he's, no. and he's like, oh my God, she died in some sort of, LSD orgy with Chris <laughs> Evans. I can't like, tell if this is a joke about? or not. That's right. I was just back and forth. Back. I was like, is she <laughs> right. dead? Or is she, I'm screaming in the Ralphs. Is she I dead? Was, there, there is, I'm still holding out just like 1% hope that this is a big prank and she's going to show up on her, her uh, birthday for her celebration on TV. Or no, it's in Horrifying theaters, I think. Prank. I would, I would be happy. I'd I be genuinely, so it's really weird to say it's, 
shocking to hear a 99 year old woman die. I'm, I'm calling her 100. She was almost 100. She was there. She was almost there. January 17th is her birthday. But she's a uh, she's such a vibrant person, and so like it it felt like it wasn't her time yet, which is so weird, and it really made me so sad to hear it. Yeah, yeah, and I actually I personally was on the phone with Betty White when she died. She was oh just like, "I'm God. dying." What the fuck like, did you do? Like, yeah, I'm dying. I was like, "All right, go for it, then, dude. You don't have to you fucking tell this. me about it." Well, Holden according did it. <laughs> according to Vicky Lawrence, who his her. Uh, co-star so, on Mama's Family, fucking Mama's so Family. This is so sweet and so sad what you're about to say. I, I know the yeah. last word. Yeah, her last word was her husband's first name because she, he had died in the 80s and she couldn't wait to see him. That's the whole thing too is that she was like, I'm ready to go. Like, I want to be with Alan. I'm ready to be yeah. with Alan again. And and it's such a beautiful thing to believe. I do not believe in that, but I think it's so nice for people yeah. who believe in that and that that was the last thing. And I mean, you think about it, DMT course through your system. Yeah. But like, you know, I've been with someone as they pass and it's just like when they start talking about what they're seeing towards the end, um, it is technically very scary, but also very awesome and badass. Yeah, one um, thing at the it same keeps time. One thing it keeps fucking with me. I think I read this on Reddit. Some person who's like worked with like hospice stuff for a long time was like, most people, even if they're old, they call out for their mother. Oh. There's something so sad and we and something. Happy just, New Year. But is it like? <laughs> are you sure it's not like? See, they're like calling to see their mother because they know they're going Maybe, to die. Yeah, why? Well, or, or they're just that's who they call out when they're they, they're unsure and they feel so vulnerable. Well, and to it's me, also, it's like you see, you're like you know, uh, as you know, I'm I'm aware of DMT, um, of see <laughs> being able to see them as well. And I think that it's part of what releases in your brain as a way to soothe you is that you do apparently see people that you haven't seen in a long time that bring you comfort. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, Good. what man, the brain is just fucking nuts, isn't so it? So I'll be like, Ronald McDonald, yep. Grimace. Yep. You're going to be Grimace. the whole. That's who, that's <laughs> who you're waiting to McDonald's hamburgers. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't even know they died. This is yeah. news to me. Oh, yeah, Whoa. they died. They all, well, it was Sorry, kind of a whole Emily. thing. They were like, hey, let's see what we could do with these guns. They just sort of toss them around in the circle until they just all got shot. Uh, and killed in some bizarre gun party. Uh, th- there was lots of uh, alcohol involved. That is that's what I call true Americans. Yeah, they were they, they lived American and died American. The Man, McDonald's the hamburglers punch. down under the table. Don't ask him what he does under there. You don't want to know. Just don't get your legs anywhere near the table. All this to say, rest in peace, Betty White. Yeah. You were a inspiration. It's really cool to to see someone with just such a long storied career. One of the first, if not the first, uh, female producers of a TV show. Mm-hmm. One of is one of her credits, um, and to just have such a long illustrious cl- career. And what's so funny too is to be like. As we know her, we've always known her as an old woman. <laughs> I know. That, even since I was we were just thinking, tiny children. I was thinking about that, that when we were born, she was a senior citizen. Yeah. And and she was still seemed like such a vibrant person to me as a kid watching her on TV and being like, man, this is what I strive for in life is yeah. just to, I hate when people shut themselves down so young in life and you're like, you've got potential to be a hundred years old. Like just enjoy your life and like, do fun shit. Like, why are you acting like it's miserable to to turn? It's not because I'm about to turn forty that I'm screaming. <laughs> and but also, also, you know, though, she. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, check out our pop history on Joan Rivers as well if you want to yeah. learn about another person that like worked up until, like was like loved what they did, lo- loved who they were as a person, worked through a lot of trauma in their life, and was still just fucking busting through to the yeah, end. Yeah, totally. Um, another couple of cool things about Betty White was she's always outspokenly uh, not down uh, t- with the having a kid. And just very honest with herself and was like, I just know who yeah. I am and I, yep. I wanna, I'm a careerist through and through and I just don't think it would mix and I don't think it would be good. And I think that's an amazing ability to be honest with yourself and to be, and to uh, not Absolutely. give in to societal pressures. From uh, that. And, especially back then, dude. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, but because, because nowadays it's a little more like normal, but back then that's wild. Yeah, know? and also another fucking fun Betty fact, she loved junk food. Her whole life, she didn't eat healthy. Vodka and hot dogs, drank, baby. Yep. Hot dog fucking, that's. Yeah. I mean, that was I your will, competition for hot dog queen, so. Don't worry, Betty White. I will forever champion um, the non-nutritious and yet emotional value that uh, hot dogs <laughs> place in our lives. And thank you. But also huge into animal welfare. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. like that that is the hashtag Betty White challenge, which is going around on Twitter right now. Um, and part of that is, on her birthday, if you are financially able to, to donate $5 to an animal welfare organization on January 17th, hashtag Betty White Challenge. Fuck yeah. What an awesome, cool, like, that goes to show what kind of an amazing person she is. It's not like, eh, uh, put a bunch of clam juice on your head and spin around. <laughs> yeah, that's for Betty White. She loves being soaked in <laughs> Seafood. That's Jesus. what we're gonna do for Eddie's funeral. That is yeah. Eddie's you're funeral. just saying what Ed wants. <laughs> Hashtag Ed Larson challenge. That will cover yourself in clam sauce, and then is you have to put a bucket on your head, and we have to like you have to hit them in the head with the bucket. You're not gonna know where the hits right. are coming from, but it makes you stronger overall. But um, that is the opposite of what the Betty White challenge is. I do feel that um, I my immediate joke in finding out about the Betty White challenge is that they have been putting so much into her 100th her 100th birthday all of the articles that have been written about her how her she's turned 100 how she made it there's the people magazine that was like she made it to 100 she did it very very upsetting but they're still having the huge televised 100th birthday I special mean- I'm, I support it. I do think it's a little, like, unless, uh, hopefully there's a way that they are, like, going to raise a bunch of money. Yeah. Or do something that is good. Because other than that, it's like, y'all just didn't want to lose your fucking money. Which For right. sure. I understand. For sure. But, but maybe it'll be a really cool celebration of her life. And also, like Ben Kissel said, she was 99.9. So, like, she basically had a 100th birthday. She was off by, like, three weeks. Come on. Yeah. What if she like didn't die and she's gonna reveal herself as her alter ego Betty Black? Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I like, like that. No one fucks with Betty Black. Oh, Black Betty, right? I'm a lamp. That's that's hey, a Riverdale. And she comes well, out to that. Show. Yeah, it does yes. her fucking rips of rail of cocaine. Love it. Fucking is like ah, there's fentanyl on this, and just fucking her head explodes. Whoa, nah, that's a lot. Of <laughs> or she's gonna come out doing karate. I just imagine her. And- like ah, I think you mean karate. Karate, yes. Thank you, not to please. lie. Ascentos. Um, I would love her also just in a coffin and her busting out of the coffin. <laughs> Which is, that's, just, that's just fun regardless. Oh, please, Betty. Rips her mask out. It's Andy Kaufman. It's, the whole it's thing. been Whoa. Andy Kaufman it's been this Andy whole time. Kaufman the whole time. Fuck. 
Um, I do felt I, I felt it was unnecessary because there was an article. I didn't send this to you guys just because I was so yucked out by it on page six. That was just O.J. Simpson needed to talk about how his cats always ran to Betty White's house. And isn't Ugh. that crazy? Shut up, O.J. Simpson. I don't want to hear what from him. Yeah, about why, is he is, why is he giving a mouthpiece? There's Ugh. a whole article about it. I hate all the ironic shit following him on Twitter and all that stuff. He's a fucking murderer. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. But remember but when he's in guess. his Naked Gun movies? Oh, I mean, God. he's great in the Naked Gun movies. And yeah. I will not... Man. That I will not stop watching. So loose, that though. is one of the one of those things. I will never turn my back on the Naked Gun movies, no matter what. No. I don't care if it's like oh, right. Leslie Nielsen's, a, you know, a, a, a cum vampire. No, he like made it out clean. He yeah, was okay. He was a good guy. Yeah. Ugh, I would have kissed. Um, speaking of someone who didn't make it out <laughs> clean, I guess we're going to talk about this um, fart attack that bitch <laughs> asked Stephanie from 90. You know what? I haven't brought up the 90 Day Fiance. Yes, we were talking about uh, it was 90 Day Fiance the other way, right? With the hot girl from Australia. I, I did not see this season, I don't think. She's yeah, I don't know. I saw this season. Wait, you didn't watch the season either, Holden? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember her. I'm desperately trying to remember she was it'll, together it'll make it with even the really, funnier. She was together with the really awesome, very like technicolor uh, dream boat from Australia and um Stephanie, who was like like this is crazy. Um, I'm bisexual. Oh. I haven't talked to oh, my mom oh, about that's it. Her. That's oh her. my god. Oh uh, yeah, I, I totally where she like her. all we all kind oh, of like and I hated how they treated uh, the Australian girl. Yes, I still she's follow a her on Instagram because everybody like turned on the Australian girl. Was yes, just, like mad at her. I was like, dude, Stephanie was fucking with her Whoa. from the beginning. Oh, uh, I thought it was her. This is deep wow. inside baseball and 90 Day Fiance. By the way, um, this was just one season of it. That if you want to, I mean, at some I don't even remember when it was. It was during pandemic. That's why we probably don't remember um that Holden and I screamed about this on talking TV and that's why I kept seeing these articles so essentially it is this young very attractive woman who has been selling her farts in a jar online she's been making like six figures selling her farts online which I've got a lot of questions about yeah. the authenticity of that but sure she yesterday was hospitalized with not a Jerry-like fart attack, even though, of course, <laughs> the fart attack joke of from course. Parks and Rec. God, she's been eating very, because all of these articles, she's been like, I eat only beans and I only eat cauliflower now because I got to fart for a living. It's like, okay. Do so you have to fart for a living, though? She's making a lot of money. <laughs> She's making a lot of money farting. Why don't she? Okay. My question so is. She that, was hospitalized. Why doesn't she just like <laughs> keep rotten eggs in her fridge and just put a scent in there? Right. Whoa. Use a then spray. it wouldn't be authentic. I, I feel the same way every time I drink my wife's breast milk for the entertainment of people, though. People go, like, you could just put normal milk in there. It would totally just look the same. And I'm like, but. But you love the milk. Maybe the she loves. And yeah, I'd love it, too. And maybe she loves. Maybe she loves farting. Farting and farting into jars, and that's like a big thing for her. And, and then I'm she's so like, I can't believe MJ's not here because I will say yes, I did send MJ's kids a drum set and a karaoke <laughs> microphone for Christmas. Yes, yes, her entire their entire family has COVID currently. Yes, we were allowed to say this, um, which is also why MJ's not here. We love you, MJ. But they sent me a bunch of fart material for Christmas. I got. Fart socks. I have a fart machine. <laughs> they sent me all these little farty Wait. things, and it was yucky. MJ did this? Yeah. MJ <laughs> knows you don't like farts. Yes, that was a thing because I bought their children drugs. Oh, drum I set. see, I see, I see. It's oh, revenge. But I will say, 
those kids have COVID. They're, they're everybody's doing okay. They're they're working their way through. Yeah. It. Um. But also, they're still playing on the drum set. So who <laughs> oh, is no. the best auntie? Oh <laughs> my god, these fart jars are five hundred dollars. Yeah, y'all. Pop? Like, okay, okay. Can I have a, I have a question? <laughs> this might have to be answered on social media later on. But are you buying it and then opening it up and smelling it and then jerking off and then? You, if once you open it, the fart's gone, right? So are you just saving it for a special occasion? Or? If I remember correctly, <laughs> there's something in it. Now I'm, I'm trying desperately to find, desperately I'm trying to find it. There's like a thing that she puts inside of it that is like the, like, it sucks up the fart. And that you can smell it in oh. the little thing that's inside of the jar. Oh, like a, like a perfume sample kind of? How it like soaks, it's like one of those little things yeah. that like soaks in moisture, I feel, um, ah. that it soaks in the fart so that it stays in the little packet. But I also, see, I'm just so angry about a lot of this and not because it's like, you just wish you could do it. It's like, no, I don't wish this. I mean, I, I think, think you could if you wanted I to. I think Jackie. anyone, you're going to make money and it is safe and you, you're you both being consensual, have at. Sure. This is not because I am envious though. She's trying to create a digital fart jar yes with oh, nfts yeah. <laughs> so so that here's the here's the I'm, i have the insta page pulled up right here uh. and uh there's a little video and it says in the comments there's a couple of comments on her i want to highlight uh she says so by now you may have quote caught wind end oh. quote that i am retiring from the fart jar business soon, <laughs> but not you're, you have to, i read it now you have to hear about oh, it i hate it all the times we've said fart oh. i hate i hate and branching out into the digital world of NFTs, which is so, f- side note, so funny. You've heard my rants about NFTs. Ugh, so dumb. My so NFT stupid. fart jar collection is launched and is available to mint on fartjarsnft.com. <laughs> that wasn't taken already? That website? No. <laughs> I can't believe it. And, and then down below, you're going to really appreciate this, especially Jackie. Evil Evelyn is the first comment underneath it. It just says, you go, girl. Oh, fire emoji. Shut up, Evelyn. Go with your butt. <laughs> Take your bug and go back. Under that, this guy named Eric just writes, it's sad what society has become. And, uh, but it's uh, not. Somebody... Like, if people are going to buy it and there's a market there, <laughs> fucking do it. Like, that's not even my issue. I think that's why I didn't bring it up before because I'm like, ah, that's what she's going to do. Fuck yeah. But now it's at NFTs. Now you're making a big thing about yes. like the diet that she was pushing everywhere is like, <gasps> and now I had to go to the hospital for my work. Okay. Yeah. He well, yeah, yeah. called her out for this kind of bullshit pageant drama queen pageantry in her episode. Yeah. So I'm just so I, again, Erica, who was her, who was the Australian Erica, girl. I feel ugh. so bad for you. I even tried to get an interview with her for this show, and I wrote to her, and I was like, I think you were so mistreated on the on the show, and I still stand by that, and I think it's really glaringly obvious. I would love to get a quote from Erica uh, about this whole development, <laughs> right? Because it is just how, I mean, you know, how ridiculous is this? Um, yeah, yeah but unfortunately, Insta- I have to say, uh, the bad news is that society's always been this ridiculous and sad. We just oh. didn't have the internet. Yeah, it wasn't just, and now we're, we'll be able to digitally buy her fart. So uh, now Holden has had, tried to explain to me multiple times, Natalie, and after uh, as I've asked um, about NFTs, I still don't quite understand it. So I, how, how do you say it's a fart jar if it's digital, if you can't smell the fart? I guess right? it's like, like, like a visual aid of like a cartoonish fart. A fart? I'll draw you a fart for $500. You want me to draw you a fart for $500? I hate how many times I've said fart. I hate Yeah, it. this is a lot fart talk for for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
Um, it makes I don't me know. Look. You know, she's fine. She made it through. I am glad that we're discussing it, though, because it really, it's just been everywhere. Everywhere I look, it's talking about it. I almost wonder if, I, I'm sure she's not, but it does, she does that seem to like attention. Interesting. And it's like, did she make up that she needed to go to the hospital? Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean, she said, "Do we do we nail down that it was it was because she ate a bunch of protein bars and then a bunch of black bean chili in order to get the farts moving and just started feeling like really bad." She thought. I think really... she thought she was having a heart attack. Yeah, she yeah, thought she's she having a heart attack because she was just like, yeah, yeah, her whole body was out of whack. And then she went in. They were just like, you know, and she was like, "I didn't tell them what I do." I, I it was a picture of her. She's like a fetish. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling on her Insta. She's just a fetish. Like a uh, person, which is fine. Yeah, sure. But, um, I think she also like has does feet things. Am I? Uh, yeah, she was it? talking about how she's got pictures of her big toe. Oh yeah, on, she has on a filtered huge com. Toe. Ooh, oh, really hold in. Sounds like it's for you. Uh, oh yeah, you know me. Love those big toes. <laughs> Love big. Makes toes. me want to throw up. It's just so bizarre, and she's very, very pretty. Um, so she really is. Kind of surprised she she's needs. Beautiful. To fart in jars, that I think she could just have an OnlyFans and be fine with that. I, I guess if you're getting 500 bucks a pop, you just yeah, you get them out. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just truly don't like. How do you get it in it then? If you're making a, a fart, how do you put it in a jar? <laughs> I don't understand. I think I that you, I, like you it. said, Jackie. I think she farts on the strip thing. And then mm. puts the strip thing in the jar. Right, because every jar has this little like red thing in it. So yeah, she's probably farting on this little like, <laughs> sp- it probably sponges up the smell. And then and then it's in the jar. So then it probably, it does contain the smell for you when she ships out. I mean, if she said, you know, here's a post, I made almost $50,000 sm- selling my farts in a jar in one week. I mean, so obviously- not? Do you guys want my burps? I'll sell you guys my burps. <laughs> I burp a lot. I'll burp yeah, onto yeah. a thing and I'll I'll sell Man, it to you. Alive. Ugh. But you know, well, we uh we haven't even discussed New Year's Eve yet, <laughs> which is why I started singing uh, Party in the USA, because we gotta talk about, man, what a treasure. Oh, I, lo- I love her. God, now, I love that her. is how you fucking deal with a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. I couldn't believe like Holden sent out the text. Miley's I text, shirt, I saw like, it live. Miley's yeah. shirt came off, or whatever he did. Like, yeah, we watched it live out. too. Yeah, crazy. So it, I'm sure that you guys have already heard about this. It was right after midnight. Miley Cyrus is performing on the Pete Davidson. So Natalie, you watched it. What did or and Holden, yeah. you both watched it. So what did you guys think? It was surprising. Uh, Lexi was still trying to put Winnie down to bed because we got home a little late. Uh, so I was just alone. Uh, in in the living room when it happened, and uh, first uh, first of all, I, I a fun, nice. I think this is the way they should do New Year's Eve specials. Like, yeah, yeah how I was, was I mean? How was the special? Like, what happened? Yeah, it was cool. great. Yeah, it was music that was kind of sketch stuff. There was like song parody stuff. You know, it was like a loose party with different people. I think that's kind of a, maybe a better way, honestly, yeah. than some of these other shindigs. And, you know, good mix. Miley Cyrus, Pete Davidson just had a good And I a think bunch a good of vibe. other, like, musical acts. Sad how little, how unfamiliar I was with the other musical acts. 
I will say, and, th- and shout out to Bun in the Coven. Bun in the Coven did send me, um, of our Twitch community, sent me a meme that said, uh, that compared Pete Davidson style fashion like fashion sense to Rizzo the rat and I was like oh my god I can't unsee it and now I realize like now that's why I think I have been enjoying Pete Davidson he does kind of remind me a little bit of Rizzo the rat oh yeah I enjoy Pete Davidson I know like people like to think it's fun to shit on him but I think I've changed my feelings I have over the years I've I've changed my I've, I've softened a bit but um so it was great so it was a lot of uh performances and they were like Sticks in between. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was really um high energy and like a a and not in an annoying way. It wasn't like they were like doing the like everybody smile. We're almost there. Like they were right, being yeah, legit yeah. and fun. And Julie and I, uh, Ed's fiance, we were pretty hammered, and we were just <laughs> together. It was only the four of us, and we were just dancing and dancing and dancing in front of the TV. And we <laughs> we so we watched um. I did dedicate the top song in my brain to you because when I when Henry called me to say Happy New Year at midnight, I heard you both in the background like I'm like, where are you? And he's like, Oh, it's just the four of us. And I was like, hell yeah. Those girls are hammered. A lot of a lot of more drug humor than I was expecting. For what what was this on? Because uh NBC maybe? I don't know. There was like a lot of big weed references, like nuggets of weed. I mean, it's Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson. What are they gonna do? But still, it's wild how far we've come. I mean, this that you would never see that when we were growing up. Oh, for sure. For sure. So that's what happens. So she's in the middle of singing. And you can watch. If you haven't seen the clip, I highly recommend it because it's like it was just like little strings holding on her top. It it looks I think it's almost like the Pamela Anderson iconic outfit from the 90s. It's like a silver sheath over your breasts. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking goddess. I'm in love with Cyrus. Oh, me too. And she had a, like a little mini skirt that matched it, and it almost looked like um, chainmail, like silvery mm. kind of. And it was held on the back by just a very skinny little string. And yeah, when she was singing, it popped, and you couldn't tell immediately. But then she kind of turned really quickly and walked off stage. And um, yeah. it was so you cool watching because it go she in, turned like, around. I watched it again. She turned around. She held like you don't see anything. She held no. up the shirt. She turns back around. Rips the shirt off. You can't see anything. Back to the audience. Singing. Walks yeah. back behind the stage. The backup singers take the chorus for another round. She pops right back out in this huge red, but and yet still very sexy, yeah. structured red blazer with yep. just that over it and kept yeah. without not so it was like beat, yeah right man it's like song. that it's that awesome. skirt with the like tuxedo jacket open. Mm. And it's just like, oh, I mean, she just looks like she chose to wear this outfit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I cool. feel like I would come back out and be like, like I just like have some, like someone else's flat, tiny shirt on. Be like, I just need to have something on. And the quips, Sanks, it's still in the most clothes that I've ever worn on stage. <laughs> yeah. Still All said that, that stuff is so, so good that she rolled with it. What a, what a pro, man. Um, for sure. And it always makes me in those moments a little bit panicked because yeah. I, I was... I remember watching the Ashley Simpson thing on Saturday Night Live oh back in the God. day. Live, like as you it saw happened. It live? <gasps> yeah. Oh. And explain for the audience in case they're not aware of it. What with the with the this show. was <laughs> this was quite a while ago. I yeah, think it was yeah, yeah. about twenty years ago at this point. Um, Ashley Simpson, no hate to her whatsoever. Jessica Simpson's little sister. 
she was singing to a like she was lip syncing basically on Ooh, SNL. 2004. 2004. And the second song came on for their second part because they do two songs on SNL and they accidentally started replaying the song she had just performed and her voice started coming in. Her band looked at each other confused. She's obviously not singing into the microphone and then they all look at each other and then she starts to do this like silly dance and then just kind of walks away. Uh, and so they just like cut to commercial. And if you think about it, she was 20 at the time. Like that I know, is also like, I know. you know, it's just like, what do you do? What? That's I know. so embarrassing. It's, it's oh, so hard. Oh, dead. That's so, even just thinking about it makes me want to be dead. That's so I know. Oh, uh, so, and yeah, it's, de yeah, definitely go watch it. It's, if you want to die inside. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not like it's I'm- It's the hoedown move that she it's does. It's the hoedown, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the hoedown move right now. It's the give up hoedown. Well, I don't know what it is about that. That's just like the total just like I give up. And right. So it is weirdly do something that makes me look even more goofy in this yeah, moment. It is a, an I give up mov movement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, and it's no hate to her at all. That's a terrible nightmarish situation to be in, but it is that sort of what a performer does in like a panic moment like that, where you're just like Miley would have figured it out somehow or would have like yeah. made a joke about it and been like, let's start over, you know? Well, Miley yeah. never would have. She would probably you know, would have never sung because Miley's voice is incredible. Yeah, but she would have sung her own. Um, I do will say yeah. um, it's quite the opposite when it comes to Andy Cohen and how he acts <laughs> <in> his <laughs> broadcast. I truly... I can't, I mean, I guess I can believe the fact that CNN won't fire him for how drunk he gets because so many people now watch it because of how drunk Andy Cohen gets. Right. But he was like, I mean, both of them are, it's just so crazy though, because Andy Cohen is just so brashly, so over the top hammered. And then he screamed towards the Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> New Year's Eve broadcast <laughs> called them all a group of losers. <laughs> with all due respect. I love when people misuse with all due respect. The, with all that, due there's respect. no respect in this situation. It's not what are you talking about? With all due group respect. If you've been losers. watching ABC tonight, you've seen nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. This like just sc screaming about it. And I will say, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna choose one of the three to watch, you know, it's like it does like anyone under a specific age is probably gonna watch the Miley Cyrus Pete Davidson thing. And then like I would never honestly, I Ryan Seacrest, I, I Right. Uh, like I've tried I don't think I've watched it in the past like four years because even since like even, you know, 
Dick Clark, like we did a whole episode of pop history on the Dick Clark specials. Like it has a lot of beautiful, cool history. Sure. Of, like of how they built it, but like it should have ended with Dick Clark. Mm, throw it out there. Mm. Really Ryan Seacrest is not for us. He's not Dick Clark yeah. either. He's just yeah. not Dick Clark. I think yeah. he's just a very digestible option for a lot of people. Not for right. me, however. No. So my thing with the Andy Cohen moment is I feel like when I have gotten <laughs> completely just ridiculously hammered uh, like that and I'm trying to be fun and funny, sometimes I'll try to like jokingly like shit on someone but in a cheeky way, but then you never find the funny part because you're too hammered to do that. <laughs> and I think that's what he was trying to do. I think she was trying to be really funny and like he thought he was gonna like, he was like, I'm gonna shit on these guys, but in a way that's like, clearly I'm kidding guys, but then it just never became funny. Yeah. yeah. So again, though, I mean, it is funny. watching nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is funny, but not in the, but because it's like, whoa, bro, like not in because it's like, oh, he's like, like trying to that's a, that's a man who's very comfortable on television because to me I, if I were doing a show on national television and I got hammered I'd be like I have to go sit down for a little bit but he's doesn't care because he's just so right. used to doing this kind of shit it's like wow he's been on TV for a long time because and Jackie and I can attest from our stream Jack and uh with the holdies on Fridays we I am so comfortable being drunk for strangers on the internet. I just and think that like, but we're comfortable being drunk in front of our amazing Twitch community. I can't imagine being that hammered and putting my foot in my mouth in front of right. millions. Right, of that's what I mean. Like yeah. that, I, I would wanna, I would hide for three months. Like it's I just next like, level. Yeah. I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> no, but I think that my survivalist part of me would shut down. Like I wouldn't get to that point because I, some part of my brain would be like, you're not important enough for your career to keep going after this. Yeah. But then uh, the one that the video that we passed around wasn't even the Seacrest one that passed around in our text chains. It was the other comedy made. The only thing that Democrats and Republicans agree on <laughs> is what a horrible mayor he has been referring to New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. So, so sayonara, sucka. Tweet, tweet, do. It's a new year. And I just he think ain't that wrong. I mean, no, but <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty weird time to say that. Yeah. yeah. Also, at that point, he. He, he was so drunk, he his eyes couldn't focus on yeah. him, which is really funny to watch. <laughs> it's very, it is very funny, especially like as someone just in quarantine, just like sober as a cat. Yeah, I was so just watching, just like great. Mm, yep, look at him go watching Lamb, which is the opposite <laughs> of any of oh. these New Year's Eve. <laughs> You're watching Wait, so Lamb. So you watched Lamb, and then also Henry <laughs> gave you a bunch of Lamb. Yeah, so that's time. I told Henry, and he's like, "Well, you're gonna really be <laughs> excited about what I bring you tomorrow." So I watched a whole movie about um, a lamb baby child hybrid, and then I've been eating lamb for five days because Henry made a bunch of lamb, but. My beautiful uh, sister-in-law does not eat meat, so where else is he going to give the lamb? He brings it to my doorstep. <laughs> I just love that he just still makes enough lamb to feed, like, uh, What, are you, you going to make a little bit of lamb? If you're making a boneless <laughs> leg of lamb, like, uh, you can't cut it in half. Yeah, I mean, do you even have the option to buy a small, vert, like, piece of yeah, I don't you get like chopped it's veal man. <laughs> you can get chopped although I will say I did not know this um apparently oh my god 
Kim Kardashian unfollowed Miley Cyrus on Instagram. Well, following uh, the Pete Davidson. Stuff. I mean, uh, there's some shit going on there. Clearly. All right, fine. You to- took my blind for me this week, Jackie. Oh this, no! Is that what you were talking about? This A-list former tween star turned A-list adult singer isn't even trying to be discreet about sleeping with the late night actor multiple times over the past several. She weeks. went to Staten Island. I think if there is go, if you're going to know, <laughs> wait, wait, one Miley figure, went to Staten yeah. Island. Yeah, Kim Kardashian oh. went to fucking Staten Island over the holidays with him. Wait, you oh. guys saw her performance, right? Yeah, On Fallon, uh, the performance of uh, "It Should Have Been Me." Yeah, yeah, the where she seduces him. Yeah, yeah you I should mean, lo- also look up like, Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson on um, the Tonight Show appearance, where Miley Cyrus is singing a, a, a song "It Should Have Been Me" to Pete Davidson. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Also, totally. uh, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. I also, mean, I watch it though. I watch it three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down. She still, oh, fucking, of course. She still sounded amazing in that song, but she was talking in, amidst singing and just being like. This is a conversation you shouldn't have here. <laughs> well, to me, I but, thought it was like kind of, I was like, oh, I guess this is a maybe a Kim K sanctioned bit where Miley is oh, like no. doing this kind of thing. And she so now it's really funny first. to see like, no, not at all. She no, no, no. was unfollowed by Kim. Honestly, I've got a lot of feelings about the Kardashians in general. But if I was in a place of newly dating someone who was a very eligible bachelor uh, and a very hot person, uh, yeah, I'm going to put Jeff in this situation. If a really hot person is doing this, then I'll be like, uh, you should have talked to me first. You fucking should have at least talked uh, with me first. If Marissa Tomei started uh, serenading serenading Jeff, how would you react to that? Oh, well, I would... I would ask her, I'd say, ma'am, may I kiss you instead? And I would I would, I would, give her my body as sacrifice and she could do whatever she wanted with it. And um, I would no, be fine I, with I, it. No, I'm I would be very you. upset. I'd be very upset. I'm I know I don't that. own him. And I know Kim Kardashian does not own Pete Davidson. <laughs> no, However, dude, it's respectful. I mean, it's like, okay, I, again, yes, I'm very much more of a Miley person than a Kim K person, but uh, she like, basically trashed Kim in that in that scenario because she was yeah. like it should have been me in that car then other than that fucking bit you know like she didn't yeah. say that but she was insinuating it oh yeah. it was steamy hot i was like wow i i yeah. guess kim k is just like really chill about these this, this comedy bit that Miley's decided to do. Oh, no, no. I definitely, when I was watching that, I was like, oh, she is desperate to fuck him. Yeah. She yeah. wants to fuck him and she's pissed that. Yeah. I will say too, I don't own Lexi, but I did purchase uh, her left ankle for $10,000. So I do own that part. Whoa, NFTs. Are you going to start trying yeah. to jar her farts as well to sell? With Unfortunately, her, her ankle's very fungible. If oh, she... I funged it. I funged it last night. So Ew. Ew. Uh, sounds like <laughs> funge. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Funge is when you throw a cup of cum on something, Ugh. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on. You put a little salt and pepper in it and you throw is it Is that what NFTs yeah. are? We just comment on so. a bunch of fake I no mean, artwork? It's it's not that far off, really. <laughs> it's not that fart off. Come on. Oh, bringing back to farts. Ugh, I'm <laughs> Wait, you're myself. fart obsessed, Jack. I am. Interesting. We, once we pop, the fart don't stop. Oh, my God. A can, <laughs> no. That can of Pringles. I don't want to sniff that one. Jeez no. Yeah. The chips, they funge it up. <laughs> somebody, somebody will pay big money for that chip. Ugh, no <laughs> whammies. No whammies. I am excited. I hope that. I can't believe you didn't see Kim Kardashian in Staten Island. They went to go see a movie. There's these just these pictures of the two of them, and I was just like, that 
means something. Oh, yeah. And if anyone that has been to Staten Island, I say this where my dad and most of my family is from Staten Island, so I feel I can uh, appropriately speak towards Staten Island. Um, it is particular. And I would love to see Kim Kardashian getting off, like out of a limo, just being like, where am I? Wait, what is this? Wait, what do I have to do? I have to ferry. Hot tub. If you're at her level... How do you get there that's not on a ferry? I think you right. take a private plane, I would assume. Or boat. Yeah, or like a gonna... boat. I guess they each yeah. have like fancy boats that can take you. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I don't know. I don't or know Or We don't live that life. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, understand. No. Parachute down or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe they catapult her. I just, oh, see, that would, see, I wish that she would go with the way that we used to do, which we would just get really hammered. We would try to see how many, because they would sell the really big 32-ounce full stars cans no on the reason Island for Ferry. it. Tall boy beers. You could, I think they had tall boy Coors Lights as well. You they could did. purchase 20 minutes. on the Staten Island Ferry. 20 minute, a ferry. 20 minute ride. It is so hard to drink one of those in a 20 oh, we minute We would try to drink ride. as many as possible. We would just because it was it, it, like it was free or like MetroCard to get on the ferry and we would do that in an e for an evening. We would just yeah. ride the ferry back and forth, run out, run around, get back on the ferry, drink Foster's, 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 Foster's and then until you're just throwing up off the side of the ferry and then they kick you off the ferry. I mean, it seems like they're encouraging <laughs> you to do that. I know. Well, it was, yeah, there was that was like many of our Sundays were spent literally just drinking way too much beer in a tiny amount of time and then sprinting to get back on the boat to do it all over again, and you, we, how we didn't get more sick is shocking to me because that was our that was a little game we played. Well, let's yeah. maybe Kim to K did honest. do that. We don't know. She might have done that. That's oh, true. Wouldn't that be great. But that was She's the other, just like us. That was the other shady thing about. That's the other thing with Miley too. On when she was doing that that the serenade thing to Pete, she said. I'll go to fucking Staten Island and watch a movie with you. Like clearly referencing exactly what him and Kim had just done. Right. It's like, Jesus, dude, like you are, I get it, but that's so, it's me. It's kind of mean. The, it's the thirstiness of it is kind of a turnoff. I know. Yeah. I agree because that, you know what it does? It reminds me of the times that I've been hammered and done that in like my past to somebody. And then I've been like embarrassed about being right. too, it, like, showing my my hand too much to yeah. somebody or when i've just been like please <laughs> please <laughs> no that man that drips the panties right off what are you talking about yeah <laughs> won't you want yeah. wine more <laughs> for me yeah keep whining <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna slip out the seat <laughs> i did you know what i don't know i imagine that the comic book world is very upset about this but I was just more upset now I did I was wondering if you guys had any opinions on the fact that Morbius the movie the only reason I care is because this trailer has played before every single movie I have seen in the last two months Jared Leto he's a living vampire it's a superhero movie thing that's coming out Morbius uh, Morbius I, I was just like okay okay I get it and they just pushed it back for three months because of everything that's going on currently. And I was just like, just play the movie. Just put the movie in the thing. And they're like, but Sony lost so much money last year. Who gives a fuck? But are people angry about this or does nobody, I think that, or are we all just like in such a state like Wendy going into a bath where we've just given up and just whatever happens, happens. I think <laughs> that the movie studios are just using now Corona as a way to 
get to position their films in the best possible position to get the best box office numbers. Pandemic. Spider-Man was way more successful than they even thought it would be. And so now it got it was running up too close to the Mor- Morbius premiere. So they had a very uh, convenient reason to push it back that makes everyone understand. Whereas if they were just like, ah, we're just pushing it back because we want those numbers to go up, people would be like, fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I honestly think that it's just the movie studios being like, well... Uh, COVID has fucked us this up so bad. Now we're going to at least use it to our advantage in this situation and position things. But but it's weird now because Morbius is now brushing up against Doctor Strange. All this to say, I think there's too much of it. And I saw somewhere else too. Uh, I saw on Reddit today. I guess it's uh, uh, that uh, superhero movies now take up twelve percent of the box office in, I in a it. given year, I which is so, so crazy. And I'm kind of starting to fucking hate it too. And I'm like a nerd. Nerd. You are a nerd. It's nerd. too much, man. I, I was fatigued a couple years ago. What what, what do we got to do? I just now? I don't care. We have to watch more movies care. like Lamb. Lamb. It is an A twenty four movie. It's not for everybody. I loved it. Oh, I understand. Like more Lamb. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Also, more Lamb twenty twenty two. Also, a really good one. We just watched. Uh, I no, it's Blumhouse on A twenty four, but uh, it's called The Deep House. It's pretty mm. cool, man. Deep house. All, All right, the I'll whole thing's like underwater. Ooh, Deep I love house. underwater houses. And I love con- celebrity conspiracy theories. Ooh, do you believe it? Prince Charles not being a Prince Harry's real father? Whoa. Oh, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> I mean, I think that this is like a definite at this point, isn't it? Kind of? I mean, yeah. it's pretty much a definite. I, look, hey. I'm on number 77, okay? <laughs> it's kind of a shocker we haven't done. Maybe we haven't done this one already. We may have done this one already. I don't know. We may have done this one it's a, isn't it But I like, like it, though, because you're right. You are completely right. Yeah, it's very obvious. I, is it, I think it's like a soccer player or something is the legend. No, it's a, her like riding it. coach. Her Even riding sexier. Coach. Look up this guy. All right, I'll, I'll give you the rundown. There's some fun quotes, at least, in here. that maybe, maybe We may have done this before, too, it's, at this point. This one comes in from Catherine, who says, so I think I finally have something juicy enough to send y'all. We all know that Prince Charles is a hideous troll guarding the royal bridge, and his son, <laughs> Prince William, is following quickly behind. So how come Prince Harry looks like an actual prince? Oh, just because Prince Charles... Charles is not Harry's father. His real father is Princess Diana's former writing instructor, the insanely handsome James Hewitt. He's really hot. He's so hot. Is he redhead? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a big part of it. This article does a great job of providing a timeline for all the events. The affair was confirmed by Princess Diana in 1995. So here's the evidence from an article, oddly enough, from a women's health. I'm not sure how much this really applies to the health of a woman, but uh, oh, we'll this get it. oh, I'll talk about the health of a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's certain right, kinds. Of, there's aspects of women's yeah. health. Yeah. Say, uh, can you coach me in a different kind of riding? <laughs> That's what I bet that she said. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, Women's Health Magazine breaks it down as follows. It's a fact that in 1986, just two years after Prince Harry was born, Princess Diana started an affair with with Hewitt, the horse whisperer, which went on for five years. Princess Diana herself, this is from the, I'm reading verbatim from the article, by the way, I should say. Princess Diana herself admitted that she and Hewitt had an affair during a BBC Panorama program in 1995. Meanwhile, Hewitt mused in an interview, quote, it was neither her intention to fall in love with me, and it was certainly not my intention to fall in love with Diana, Ooh. but it happened because of the circumstances throwing us together. 
It's very difficult to say how physical Sexier. she wanted the relationship yeah. to become. And I'm not going to suggest one way or the other whose fault it was. It developed and it was mutual. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the evidence against the possibility of the different papa for Harry has been emphatically denied by Hewitt, uh, as well as Diana's butler and Diana's bodyguard, who did also confirm the affair. The bodyguard did in, in an autobiography writing something very steamy. The pair usually met at an old cottage in Devon, belonging to Shirley, Hewitt's mother, where the creaking bedroom floorboards Ooh, told the story more loudly me. than any confession. Yeah, this sounds like uh, this sounds like that show that I was watching with Twilight. you while they were they were having <laughs> orgasms. Holden, what was the show called? Uh, oh, I thought about you, you. Bridgerton. 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 And and Natalie just went up, just looked up, and said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> also, the royal biographer claimed that they did a DNA test to confirm Harry was indeed Prince Charles' okay. son. But it's the royal biographer, right? Fuck you. They could be in on it. Thanks, Catherine. She's a horror writer. She offered to send us her book, uh, Ooh, "Send Away." Yes. The LPN PO Box in LA is PO Box four seventy, North Hollywood, California nine one six zero three. Please Thank you so much. do. Now I do know that um, Prince. Harry's coming out with a an uh, autobiographical tell-all this year, Ooh, where apparently he will be addressing the rumors. Oh. And um, I'm reading just this disgusting article right now. It's like, the fear was that Harry and Meghan had already given away all the juicy family gossip to Oprah for free. But now I'm hearing that the Oprah interview was just the tip of the iceberg. Harry is going to Riding reveal man's everything. Dick. Like, He's going to say, yeah. Yeah. all the rumors are true. Yeah. All the rooms yeah, are true. Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Natalie. Me loves, me loves. But and I do um agree with this. I think that they, I, I don't know if it necessarily is him, although they do look a lot alike. He has openly denied it, James Hewitt has. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, sure, but that doesn't mean it's true. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he might have also been paid off by the royal family to say that. Whoa. I mean, there's like lots of reasons that he would Whoa. deny it, you know? Are you saying that the Windsors are complicated? Because I <laughs> don't know if that's true. Uh, maybe So, not. um, I guess we both believe. There you go. Of course. Oh, yeah, you? I believe it. Just oh. look at the pictures. Uh, yeah. Same. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975, to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's like that, uh, it's the uh, same with Paris Jackson and Madonna conspiracy. I feel like that might be Whoa. Ooh. Oh yeah, I mean they do look they they look very they look very yeah. similar, which would be Absolutely. maybe we'll never know, but what we will know 
is what is on the list. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie! Quack, quack, quack. I'm on, on that, that list. list. Oh, sorry. Forgot. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You're still feeling that COVID fugue state. Yeah. Got Good Lord. English words and expressions that come from comics and cartoons. Did you know they're for crying out loud? That comes from sports writer and comic strip pioneer Tad Dorgan. That was created or popularized so many pieces of slang, it's not even funny. So this guy, Tad Dorgan, he came up with For Crying Out Loud, as well as Hard Boiled, and You Tell Him, and Drugstore Cowboy. Wow. What? I hope that you guys are interested in this. I thought it was very interesting. Well, yeah, because- Shakespeare came up with sounds. What? Who did? Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Get out of this. This is not Shakespeare fucking hour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, ah. I did not know that Charles Schultz is the one who created the term security blanket. Actual oh. security blankets oh. were a thing in the 1920s, and the military used the term during World War II. But it's because of Charles Schultz's peanuts, however, that we use the expression now with a meaning of a psychological rather than physical security. What is a physical security blanket do? I would assume something that either helps you put out um, fires or something that would help just like in general with like hypothermia, like something that's extra warm and tight, you know, like uh, caterpillar Yeah, when you're out skin. there in the muck, in the shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know all about war, Holden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's hell, Jackie. <laughs> I know it's sweet, pure hell. Yeah, but did you know that Captain Marvel, but not Brie Larson Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, the one we call Shazam today, gave us Shazam, as well as holy moly. Nice. While the expression already existed, it took off as the superhero's catchphrase. Love it. Um, do you think that the superheroes catchphrase would be like, oh, fuck, right? (laughs) That would be mine. Nowadays, nowadays in our messed up society, that's what it would be. Mine would have been, I should have had all those beers last night. I thought you were about to say beans. I thought you were being a Stephanie. No, Stephanie, uh, uh, no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a fart in a jar kind of guy, you know what I mean? Mine would be, oh, my tummy. Yeah, that'd be mine. (laughs) Um, I didn't know that the word Jeep, you might have heard the word comes from GP for general purpose, but Jeep existed before that. Eugene the Jeep was a sort of magical Pokemon who palled around with Popeye. And servicemen adopted that name for their also seemingly magical or at least amazingly capable off-road. This vehicle. creature makes me mad and sad. Why? I think it's cute. Look up Jeep. Um, Eugene the Jeep from Bob uh, from Bob. You think he's what? I just Wait. think he's the kind of creature that would have to introduce himself to everybody in the neighborhood by law anytime he moved to a new place. <laughs> oh, I think like he'd go Jeep because he's so cute and cool. Ugh. You have to let them know. <laughs> no, there's something about him that. I am skeptical about, I'll just say, in terms of his dark, I don't, mysterious past. I don't have any recollection of this character. No, not at all. I think it's pretty <laughs> cute, but speaking of Popeye, the word goon already existed as a synonym of idiot when Elsie's Cigar introduced Alice the Goon in 1933 as a villain for Popeye Ugh. to punch. Since Alice was essentially a hired thug, newspapers started giving the word that meaning as early as 1938. Nice. Creepy, creepy design. Yeah. 
I should I be reading old Popeye cartoons? Because these are weird as shit. I bet you they're weird. And I bet nothing in them is racist. No oh, way. Spinach. It's all spinaches. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> um, Poindexter. Poindexter has been pretty much synonymous with nerds since the 1980s. But by that time, the original nerdy Poindexter had been a regular character of Felix the Cat for about 30 years. There you go. And what's yucky on this um, list is that it's not a picture of Poindexter the cat. It is just a picture of a young child with photoshopped glasses on. (laughs) They couldn't find a single (laughs) clip art of a child with actual glasses on? I guess not. Yeah, I hate it so much. Imagine being the kid who's in that clip art or like... This is the nerdiest piece of shit kid I've ever seen. I don't even care he's not wearing glasses. We need to put glasses on this kid right now. If I wear glasses, I piss my pants. You know, or something Oh, like that. no. And that's why we keep his glasses strapped to his head. Last but not least, <laughs> Worrywart. A tyke named The Worrywart, created by cartoonist J.R. Williams, first appeared in Dell Comics in the late 20s. The kid didn't fret over everything, though. Rather, his mischief caused others to worry. The ah. word took on its current meaning after World War II. I like where words come from. I so sue me. <laughs> Etymology. <laughs> yep. Yeah, etymology more like. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> mm, I'm tired. <laughs> but that's the end of my list. Hold it. <laughs> Items that are blind. A very fascinating wow. tale that goes back as old as time. Whoa. I'm not vamping because one of mine were let's just say ripped from me <laughs> as if uh, like a child from the womb. No, yeah, not I'm at all. I'm sorry you were upset and I'm sorry <laughs> that Kim Kardashian is upset. What's worse is that was my good one. And I would have oh, known that immediately though. Are absolute dog shit. So <laughs> let's just say a blind item, right? What do you want to do about it? What to do to die today uh, is another warm up <laughs> phrase. You don't have uh, to actors vamp. It's okay. We have 10 stage? minutes of shout outs. You don't have to vamp. <laughs> Oh no, I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Ah, I, I can't see them. There we go. I remember. Yeah, there you way. go. Good. Good for you. No, I'm just kidding. But I do. I do. I, that was my uh, stronger one. We'll say. My That's all right. We're one. you know we're all in. We're in the in between nether world at the beginning of the year where everyone's still kind of hidden in their little trash cans of hope, <laughs> and you just got to get out here and see the reality. Well, this is just a fun story Too in much? general for what it was, I guess, and also annoying. But uh, this A-list host who holds down a lot of jobs decided it was a better career-wise to keep up the pretense of not being vaccinated than make a few bucks he really doesn't need. Host um, does things we do, uh, but on a way bigger scale. Joe Rogan. Uh, Yes, uh, of course I'm referring to Joe Rogan canceled his sold-out Vancouver date because Canada's current vaccine mandate on travelers coming into the country, which is so ridiculous. Uh, but also, he is most likely I, I, vaccinated, but I just thought it was so funny that he uh, ended up just full canceling just to stay on a high horse as opposed to just like yeah, I also, in and but I mean, I think that he's not he's, ruining a bunch of people's nights by canceling a 420 show, by the way. So not just any show, like a big Months show. away. Just, yeah. Just, oh. yeah. <laughs> but I also think that he's developing an audience who wants to hear that he's not vaccinated. So he's right. got to like stick with it. Um, I actually do think he might not be vaccinated. 
personally. Really? I I, I bet he is and just is I mean it, it could be possible, but he also was given not. he was given like all the other shit that yes. for some reason people who are anti vax are fine with the other stuff that they are handing <laughs> the other stuff and cocaine and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But uh good times. I just thought that was such a funny, crazy, uh, crazy story. Um and uh next up, uh this A-list actress from a recent amazing TV show, uh that we're loving, says she isn't in the cult any longer. One way to find out is to have her speak her truth about it. If she won't do that, then she is still in it or afraid of what they will say about her. What is she? Yellow? Juliet Lewis. Juliet yes. Lewis. Have you started watching Yellow Jackets, Natalie? Uh no, but it's on the top of my list. I'm oh, very excited to. Away, you need else. to see, yeah. Oh yeah, take it no, all I'm, away. You I'm very excited to watch it. Remove it. Also, from the don't table. look it up. Do not because it like there are just headlines everywhere. It is definitely a show that, uh, at least for me, um, I usually don't care about spoilers. But when I really like something, I want to experience it fully. Yeah, for myself. So um, if you haven't started watching Yellow Jackets yet, again, very, very much recommend it. But try not to look it up because uh, things will get spoiled. For Do you think that Miley Cyrus had? Intercourse with Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that Pete Davidson <laughs> yeah. oh, and Kim yeah. Kardashian are in a real relationship? The end of that blind was she insists his other relationship isn't real because she wouldn't be hooking up with him if the relationship was no, real. No, I think I, I think that's a that, that they're gonna say that about Kim no matter who she dates because right. everything seems manufactured with that family, but right. It does seem like they were at least fucking. Did you see that huge hickey he had on his neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hickey was so big. It was so big. Now, I don't know. You're also talking <laughs> also, to Also, but person. he's so pale that I feel like you could breathe on him and like it would cause like blood to I don't know. That looked surface. like an intense passionate yeah. situation. Yeah, it was okay. sucking uh, out on it. But, but I'm also again, I'm a person that really truly believes that Zendaya and Tom Holland are dating. And I hope that they are. I keep saying I that they're so. in a fake. I, I the blind said they were in a fake. Whatever. So. I think I that it's real. That. that oh, that so part that the the video did we talk about this last week? The video of him turning in front of her so she could fix her yes, uh, dress. Did you see that? that? I think they really like cool. each other. I think it's real. Yeah. Also, though, January 9th, January 9th, Righteous Gemstones and Euphoria, big night for television Very when it excited. comes to things that I like, which is a small section of things. And now for Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers, uh, Jackie, what happens? Yeah, I'm going to give it all to no. you. I did, Natalie. I did go see <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. I did do that. Uh, um, I won't get going, There's Zendaya. Every time Zendaya is going to be like, everyone in this theater should watch Euphoria. It's really <laughs> yeah, good. I was, Has I, anyone seen Yellow Jackets? I ruined it for like, everyone. My Please, brother likes Dune. Please be quiet. <laughs> 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 they did two spe Christmas specials for Euphoria, by the way. If anybody caught that on HBO season two is coming everyone's just like I need to know what happens to Dr. Octopus yep. woman I was Please just yelling because be I was just like I used to watch Spider-Man because I wanted to have sex with Alfred Molina <laughs> I was the only 13 year old that wanted to have sex with Alfred Molina <laughs> but never the other one the the one that uh, was in the Pussy Posse Toby oh. McGuire no Toby I, to I would have I would have slurped on it not anymore but uh, nah. at the time yeah. I, I never slurped. found him attractive Toast. in any way solid house rules <laughs> Remember that one? Remember <laughs> the kings of Egypt and the fucking, what did he say? <laughs> Moko Kai. Every time Michael Caden would leave, because they're all boys in a boy home. Right. And then he's like, oh, you princes of Europe. Oh, you kings of <laughs> Spain. I don't yeah. remember, because I never saw this 
So uh, you should reenact the whole movie for me right now. Oh, yeah, man, please. it is good. It's a, it's it's set in, um, I'm going to say, World War II. And um, oh, no. a young man is taught medicine by the doctor at the orphanage where he was brought up. However, when he clashes with his mentor over the issue of abortion, <gasps> he leaves the home and finds work on a cider farm. There he falls in love with another man's girlfriend, but starts to reevaluate his principles when one of the farm workers becomes pregnant by her own. Father. Ew. Also, this movie's about abortion? Yeah. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael. It was an abortion, Michael (laughs) Kane. Interesting. Uh, Different movie. Well, I can see again. <laughs> and we're talking I, about Cider House Rules. Everybody cares about Cider House Rules. I hope that uh, I'm more of an East of Eden guy myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that yeah. count? No, no, no. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of um, the cowboy man and the lady. Uh, oh, in the romance movie. Bri- uh, the bridge. Bri- yes, the bridge. Uh, but not Bridge Over Bridges River of Madison County? Bridges of Madison County. Yes, no, but John Irving also wrote The World According to Garp, which is uh, also an amazing movie. Um but there, we're now, we're and I've been writing my memoir, and it's called "The World According to Holden McNeely." And wow, everybody yes. can't! I think he's gonna sue you. I think he's gonna come <laughs> back, and he's gonna sue you. And I'm like, you know what I think of the world? I think it's dog shit. And I think it's piss. And I think it's dumb. And I think it's fuck shit. all of you. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> well, for the few remaining people listening to the podcast at this point, I guess we'll do the shout outs. I uh, not sure really where else to go from here. Yeah, it's time for the shout outs. Natalie, you don't have to join in with our song. I'm out of here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can. No, leave. you have to wait. You can full leave. Shout, 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 let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. It's great. Go on, we'll read them to you. Come on. It's really, it's really beautiful. Thank you. I think we're going to get sued by who, who Tears for Fears? Who's, I think that's Tears for Fears. Yeah. They're going on tour next uh, this year. What? That's a weird fact that you have. Yep. Thank you guys so much for your shout outs. And you can send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Oh, you know this girl loves me. A shout out to some goat baby birthdays. Oh, we got some strong knees in this shout out. Miranda, thank you so much for the love. I really appreciate it and it makes my New Year's brighter. But enough about me. Miranda wrote in to say happy birthday to her bestie, bestie Tina. Miranda says, I was hoping to give a huge January 6th birthday shout out to my best friend in the entire world. Tina and I have been friends for well over half of our lives. She's been with me through everything good and bad since then. She's the beautiful soul that introduced me to all things LPN and ever since we always bond over each new episode. I'm so proud of how she's grown over the last couple of years. She works full time and still goes to school. She met an amazing man and I'm so, 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 so happy they're getting married. She truly deserves the best. Happy birthday, Tina. I love your friendship, love. And to Meg, another Capricorn and birthday. Whoa. Meg, happy Christmas Eve birthday. Meg says, I want to say a special thank you to Holden for talking about his shitty birthday. I love this. Here's my tale of woe. I don't love your upset. I just love that, you know, this is how we get it. This is how we can celebrate you Capricorns. 
My birthday is December 24th and has always been generally terrible or forgotten, so much so that my therapist has started sending me birthday gifts. This year, I decided to go ahead and throw myself a party with anyone who was expecting a sad person Christmas, and I woke up with COVID. Merry jolly. It turned out to be a great day. My boyfriend and I had a movie marathon. We both had mild cases. Ugh, I'm so happy you guys are safe. I wish you all a fantastic 2022, and may we all have some actual fun soon. This is going to be the year. I, it has to be, guys. And Michaela, oh, you are a person after my own damn heart. Oh my god, you think I didn't know the other sister reference? Yes, I love it and I live for it. Michaela, I'm so sorry that you have, quote, the ultimate forgotten birthday on Christmas Day, but you know what? No, what? no more. It's not Christmas Day anymore. Right now, we will be referring to it as Michaela's Day. Michaela says, here's a self-shout-out a few days late for my dirty 30 on Christmas Day. That's right, Holden, and I have the ultimate forgotten birthday, but I like being a Christmas baby. It's fine with me, period. You always know. It's fine with me, period. It's fine with me. Thank you guys for making me laugh and giving me something to look forward to every week. 2021 was a shitty year for me. I lost my dad to COVID in August, which still seems surreal. And I'm sending you, Michaela, all of my love. And to you and to Hank, the cutest kitty of all time. You are strong and powerful. And 2022 is going to fly us into the sun of positivity. Is it too much? That's just enough. But get your knees up. Carly is coming through. Capricorn knees held high. Thank you so much for the self-shout-out, Carly. Ugh, it makes my heart smile. Carly says, I wanted to give myself a birthday way to go shout out this year. I'm turning 25 on the 10th. Capricorn power, baby. It's all in the knees. And I want to remind myself how much ass I kicked over the last year plus. 23 and 24 were challenging to say the least, but looking back on them, I'm super proud of my resilience and ability to power through the tough parts. I want to take that positivity into this new year slash new age, and I couldn't think of a better way than to hear it in Jackie's dulcet tones. I love you, Carly. We're going to do it. We have to be this level of maniacally positive. This is this is my new goal. And I'm proud of you. And we're going to do it this year. Got another beautiful self shout out from Amanda. Happy almost birthday, baby. Amanda says, I'm turning 33 on the 9th. And I want to give myself a birthday shout out. I still think to myself, I need an adult. When life gets confusing, then come to the terrible realization that I am an adult. And I just <laughs> and decide I'm just going to make it up as I go and hope for the best. I think that's kind of the thing. I think we're all starting to really figure that out. It's kind of crazy. It's like, oh my God, nobody knows what they're doing. Anyway, thank you for always keeping me company while I bake at work. I'm sure the passerbys in the wee hours of the morning think I'm a lunatic seeing me laughing hysterically all alone. I found you because my best friend's name is Jackie. That's my name. And she would always yell, that's my name. And I asked where she picked the line up from. I love you guys. Thank you so much, Amanda. And as I used to be working in a bakery, as in I used to be working in a bakery, um, I completely understand. And the best way when you're still drunk and trying to sober up when it is 5 a.m. and you're just trying to make some fucking muffins is to scream with laughter or to scream sing, which is usually what I did. I got stared at all the time. You've got uh, you've got me. You've got a friend. Um, and last but never least, Kay, I care about your birthday and I appreciate the self shout out. Kay says, 
because I want to shout out to my fellow Capricorn Holden. My birthday is on December 28th. I learned very quickly no one cares or is able to celebrate with me. I had my big 30 this past December. My wonderful, beautiful partner and I stayed in a Victorian-style Airbnb away from the world. Us Capricorns need to stick together. Hell yeah, Kay. I hope you had a beautiful time. And what it looks like inside of my head is like the Phantom of the Opera, and I hope that that's what it looked like. Um, love ya and happy birthday. But Krisha, congratulations on the engagement. Krisha says, shout out to me and my fiance, Stephen. We just got engaged on New Year's Eve, and I'm so excited to be joining you in the soon-to-be-married club. In the club, we all fam. Sorry, I had to quote Alana from Broad City, but yay. We've been dating for six years now, but we met back in high school 10 years ago because our best friends were dating at the time. We definitely had feelings for each other back then, but we always seemed to be dating other people. And then six years ago, we found each other at the seemingly perfect time and have never looked back. I'm beyond happy, and I can't wait to show you my non-traditional wedding ideas, which I'm sure you'll appreciate 110%. And also another self-shout-out to me, as I just passed my real estate exam in Arizona last week and already have a job offer lined up. And I can't tell you how fucking excited I am to quit my shitty job and start a new career. Man, December was crazy, and I cannot wait to see what 2022 has in store. This is the energy. Yeah, maniacal positivity. Yeah, we can do it. We can be the change. Um, It might be too much, and I apologize. I'm really just trying to put it out there. Um, And uh, Danielle wrote in to shout out their amazing husband slash graphic designer, genius Tate. Dude, Tate, if you were listening to this, these cat posters... He may, well, I'm about to talk about it. They're sick as fuck. Daniel says, I want to shout out my amazing husband, Tate. I'm so proud of him and everything he's accomplished over the past few years. He started his own marketing agency in 2020 and is continuing to follow his dreams by growing his business while also being an outstanding father to our daughter we had last June. He's also a talented magician. And we said, no, don't do it, Daniel. Oh, well, never was there ever. I got so clever as magical Mr. Tate. I don't know, can I say the last name? Speaking of cats, our new family tradition is to watch Cats on Christmas Eve. And I love that he loves the chaotic mess that is that movie as much as I do, using his graphic design abilities. He's been surprising me by creating movie posters of my ideas for cats horror movies, including Cats 2, Skimbleshanks, and the prequel, The Book of Deuteronomy. I love that he puts up with my shenanigans and that we get to go through this life together. He's my best friend, and he makes me super proud to be his wife. Love you, Tate, and I love you, Danielle. And Tate, if you have Insta and you can tag me in these, I would absolutely love to share these Cats horror-themed posters. Um, absolutely amazing. And, oh my god. Alright, we got a big shout-out from Nico. And th- these. this is a shout-out to two people who have made the eternal earworm that lives in my soul the Riverdale Roundup theme song. This isn't a shout-out for me. It's from Nico to Trevor and Jesse. And I have something really creepy to say 
after this shout-out. Are you intrigued? Nico says, My best friend Jesse is the one who turned me on to Last Podcast Network and to your show, and Jesse and their husband even wrote the Riverdale Roundup theme song that plays on your episodes. Jesse and Trevor just welcomed their baby Rowan into the world on December 17th and have already started him on the left-hand path by watching your cat's Twitch special. Start him young, you know? Needless to say, these two are just the best people. So caring and funny and deeply creative folks, and I know they will show Rowan the way to become his own incredible self. A wonderful and probably weird, in the best way, kid, that'll make this world a better place somehow. Anyway, Jesse has been my bestie practically since the day I met them. We've been through so many huge life events together, and while I'm in LA, and they're in New York, I'm waiting anxiously till I'm able to come home and meet sweet Rowan. Until then, I hope they hear this shout and know how much I love and miss them! And now for the very creepy thing, I follow Jesse on Insta and I couldn't remember where I knew them from and I just kept seeing this gorgeous roller skating flame haired deity on my Insta feed and I've been creepily following from afar through their glowing pregnancy and I was also so happy for you and Trevor and your positivity absolutely shines through your social media. So I love you, Jesse, from afar and your growing family and radiant energy are 20 22 goals for me. I know it's a little creepy, but I send my love to you and your family. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm ending the shout outs. Thank you guys so much for sending in these amazing shout outs. It, it fills my heart with pure joy. I hope you guys got through the New Year's as uh, safe as you could. And thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs. Uh, you can send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com as well as other celebrity conspiracies. If you want to really upset Holden, you know, you could throw some in there really to just juke them. Um, mm -hmm. I think that would be a lot of fun. And um, I really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for joining us. And Natalie. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. I really appreciated it. We um I know that we're just we're just trading in, you know, right now because the world is on fire. It's very it's complicated and the people who are struggling the most are podcast hosts and I'm just glad yeah. that we're Ugh. bringing attention to it. I know. Our Did struggle. you watch and just like that? I had to stop watching it. I I, <laughs> I can't I watch up. until Henry's out of town again, but I watched the first two. <laughs> You'll give up by episode four. Really? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And also, I would love it if you came and hung out on Tuesdays and Thursdays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. Because on Tuesdays, we talk about sex. And on Thursdays, we either talk about fashion or we try to have sex with virtual daddies during dating sims. And um, you should totally come and join us. And sometimes, yes. Jackie, I come on your Twitch and we um, ask our lawyer friend questions about... Things that are confusing. Really upsetting um, political topics, so then she can try and explain them to us. But then we drink, too, so it's fun. Oh, do we? <laughs> Hi. Holden. <laughs> Hello. My name is Holden, and I'm here to say what is you it? can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, Friday on my own Twitch stream, twitch.tv is forward slash Holdenators ho. Ho, ho. Oh my God, a no. man has been shot. Oh no. Lord, a man has been shot. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash ho. Uh, please watch me with Jackie on Fridays. 
and really appreciate it. Also, guys, check out that Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We are doing so much bonus material. It is not even funny between Jackie's readings of Twilight and other things of that nature, as well as our weekly talking TV. Please, please check us out over there. It is an, a ridiculous bucket ass boatload of content uh, additional to page seven proper and uh, the page seven email page, the number seven podcast uh, page seven podcast, but it's the number, the numeral at gmail.com. Please send in your, I'm dying for new conspiracy theories. So I think I repeated one today. It's that bad. I'm, I'm nearing a hundred. I'm nearing a hundred. There's not that many conspiracy theories on the planet. There's got to be more of ones there. regarding. Oh, there's plenty. Don't you? Yeah, worry. There's check more it out. out there. So check it out, or I'll start talking about how the election was rigged. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I'm no. running out of conspiracy. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, and Natalie? Uh, you can follow me at the Natty Jean, and I host a podcast on LPN with Amber Nelson called Someplace Underneath. We're on a break right now. Our second season will start in a couple months, but there's a bunch of episodes out, and we're also doing some Twitches on the LPN stream. We just did one about Josh Duggar, and we're about to do one on, uh, about Ghislaine and her plight. So, Ghislaine Maxwell, that is. I don't want to confuse you with Jizz a different Ghislaine. Lane. Yeah, I thought it was jizz. That was all weird thing about it because she has the word jizz in her I mean people just made it jizz yeah and then I now and I and my new hip hop name by the way is Jizz Holden that's that's kind of fun yeah it's me I am a rapper I'm really bad at rhyming no we gotta get out of here (laughs) I love you guys we will be back next week thank you again Natalie this show is made possible by listeners like you Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.